Creator God, we gather to celebrate who you are and all that you have done for us. We come together today, led by your love, to worship, to sing, to pray, and to receive your love and mercy. Amen. Loving God, it is good to be here in your presence. Thank you for this community. Meet us here, God, as we discover the joy of life, as we sing songs of praise and hear your word. Be present among us as we worship and help us open our hearts to you. Amen. Today's reading is from the book of Exodus, chapter 1, verses 6 through 21. Then Joseph died, and all his brothers, and that whole generation. But the Israelites were fruitful and prolific. They multiplied and grew exceedingly strong, so that the land was filled with them. Now a new king arose over Egypt, who did not know Joseph. He said to his people, Look, the Israelite people are more numerous and more powerful than we. Come, let us deal shrewdly with them, or they will increase, and in the event of war, join our enemies and fight against us and escape from the land. Therefore, they set taskmasters over them to oppress them with forced labor. They built supply cities, Pithom and Ramses, for Pharaoh. But the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and spread, so that the Egyptians came to dread the Israelites. The Egyptians became ruthless in imposing tasks on the Israelites and made their lives bitter with hard service in mortar and brick and in every kind of field labor. They were ruthless in all the tasks that they imposed on them. The king of Egypt said to the Hebrew midwives, one of whom was named Shifra and the other Pua, when you act as midwives to the Hebrew women and see them on the birth stool, if it is a boy, kill him, but if it is a girl, she shall live. But the midwives feared God they did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them, but they let the boys live. So the king of Egypt summoned the midwives and said to them, Why have you done this and allowed the boys to live? The midwives said to Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women, for they are vigorous and give birth before the midwife comes to them. So God dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and became very strong. And because the midwives feared God, he gave them families. Here ends the reading. Thanks be to God. Hello. My name is Pastor Brenda Boss, and I'm the assistant to the bishop in Southwest California Synod. My job is to help uh, pastors find churches to serve and churches that are vacant to find pastors to fill those spots. I'm sort of like the OK Cupid of Southwest California Synod. Uh, I do a lot of uh, uh, going around the Synod and meeting people. I also support candidates for ministry as they enter into the call process, as they enter into discernment about whether or not they would like to be a pastor or a deacon. And so I get to see a lot of people and be in a lot of different places. It's a pretty great job. So I'm here today to talk about Shifra and Pua, two women that you might know. They show up in Bible trivia games and things like that, so you're going to get a little leg up today because of this. Shifra and Pua are exactly in the middle of two great male heroes in the Hebrew story, Joseph 
who you should know if you ever saw Prince of Egypt, right? We like to have our, our Bible knowledge come from Disney movies. But um, if, if, if Prince of Egypt, he was the one that was sold into slavery and uh, came into Egypt. And then while he was in prison in Egypt, he was discovered to be a guy that could interpret dreams. And Pharaoh was having a terrible time with a lot of dreams. And they said, Joseph knows how to answer those dreams. And they pulled uh, Joseph out of prison. And Pharaoh was impressed with him and made him a prince over the entire nation. However, hundreds of years go by. And Joseph and all of his people have now been in Egypt for a long time as the Israelites. And Pharaoh is, it doesn't know the story anymore of how Joseph was a great help. And instead goes, what's with all these people? I think we should uh, make them our slaves because they're starting to freak me out. They're taking over. And so Pharaoh enslaves all of the Israelites. I'm not sure how he did that since they were already there, but he does. And we've had hundreds of years of slavery and the people are crying out and God is starting to listen and starting to come up with an idea on how to save them. And how does he do it? With two midwives named Shifra and Pua. Because Pharaoh starts to say, you know what, these people are, they're overwhelming us. There's too many of them. I know what I'll do. I'll start to kill their babies. And here's a good idea. Right in that first moment of life, that's the most critical, dangerous time in a baby's life. How about if the midwives just kill them? No one will know the difference. It'll be fantastic. And so he, he says to all the midwives, you've got to kill babies. And Shifra and Pua say, I'm not going to do that. We love God more than we fear the king. Even though our society has become oppressive, even though the story is we don't matter, we're going to listen to God. We're going to do what God wants. We're going to say no to power. Now, the next hero in the Bible is going to be Moses, who leads his people out of Israel. But the truth is, if we didn't have Shifra and Pua to save the Hebrew babies, there would never have been a Moses. They are a critical part of the salvation story of the Hebrew nation. And how did they do it? You know what? They showed up for their job. That's all it was. They were just two women doing what they were called to do. There was nothing remarkable about it. They were midwives. And in their job, they figured out how to change history. The first thing they had was skill. And that's the first thing God uses. God uses the skill of your life to use you for whatever God has in mind. Now, these women were born to it. They were probably midwives because their mothers were midwives, because their grandmothers were midwives. It was in their DNA. There are things in your DNA that God can use. It doesn't have to be a miracle. You don't have to be the greatest preacher. You don't have to be the greatest doctor. You don't have to be the greatest construction worker. It's just in you. And God knows how to use pieces that you don't even think line up. I spend an enormous amount of my day talking to people who want to be pastors and deacons, and they start to tell me the story, and it usually starts with, when I was six years old, this thing happened to me. And then when I was 12 years old, this thing happened to me. And when I was 25, this thing. And when I was 45, this thing. And not usually is it, and I could tell I was going to be a deacon. It's, these things happen, and now I'm seeing it come together. Let me tell you a story from my own life. I was a television producer before I was a pastor. And I spent an enormous amount of my time on the phone. Hey, it's Brenda. Listen, I got this new show, and I think that you should be on it. I think your skills are exactly right, and it's going to be starting in January, and it's going to be in Warner Brothers, and I want you to come on board. That's what I did all day long. You know what I do now? Hi, it's Pastor Brenda. 
look, I got this church and they're open and I think that you'd be great for it. <laughs> the first time I did that, I about freaked myself out because I was like, wow, God knew what God was doing when I was a television producer and now I'm going to help congregations. Skill. God uses our skill. The next thing that the women, Shifra and Pua, had was opportunity. They had this moment where they were like, well, we got women birthing babies. We can follow Pharaoh or we can follow God. We see how we, who we are, can be used in this situation for good instead of evil. You all have opportunities. Most of us regret when we don't take those opportunities. But you have them, and God calls us to see them and act. Now the acting part, ooh, courage. We need courage. That's what Shifra and Pua had. As people of faith, we understand that courage actually doesn't come from within, it comes from God. The Holy Spirit is all about courage. Maya Angelou wrote uh, something about courage that I think is very helpful. She said, I am convinced that courage is, most, is the most important of all virtues. Because without courage, you can't practice any other virtue consistently. You can be kind for a while. You can be generous for a while. You can be just for a while or merciful for a while, even loving for a while. But it is only with courage that you can persistently and insistently be kind and generous and fair. How do you think Shifra and Pua kept on keeping on? Courage given to them by the Holy Spirit. One more story. I'm part of a group called Queerfully and Wonderfully Made. It is actually coming out of an, a Lutheran, an ELCA congregation in Fullerton. It is not church, but it's this sacred, brave, queer space celebrating the LGBT community. It's a place for the LGBTQ community to come into a church. All the lights are down, so it doesn't look like this. It just looks like a nice big building. And they get to celebrate who God made them to be. As we like to call it, it's a Jesus-flavored LGBTQ inclusive space. So it's not overtly Christian, but the idea is God loves you because you are queerfully and wonderfully made. So this thing has, it's like a coffee house. There's spoken word, there's usually a TED talk, there's always music, a lot of times there's dance. So this Saturday night we had one and there was actually a burlesque dance as part of it. I mean, it was outrageous, but here is a woman celebrating her beautiful body, which would not be traditionally thought of as beautiful, but she was moving and dancing with so much confidence and so much grace, you thought, yes, this is exactly what God called her to do. Immediately following that, I was supposed to do communion. I may be the first pastor in the history of Christianity to do communion right after a burlesque dance. So I have an opportunity, don't I? And now I need to use my skill as a pastor to know how to bring a different kind of sacredness to this space that has just been kind of fabulous, really fabulous, loud music, dance, and now I've got the bread and the wine. And so everybody gathered together and I brought my skill and my courage and my opportunity. And I started to talk about what I always talk about at this Eucharist, about how God loves us in our bodies, who we are, no matter what. In fact, God loved people so much that God wanted to become one in Jesus Christ. And we talked about how he understands us and loves us. And we gave communion to everybody. And afterwards, a woman came up to me utterly undone, sobbing. 
I was raised Roman Catholic, so conservative. This was so beautiful. This was so powerful. The opportunity was, how do you give communion to a person who's been told she can't have communion after she's seen a burlesque dance? That is the power of the Holy Spirit. That was me taking my skill as a queer pastor, my opportunity in that room, and then the courage to speak directly to that place. That's me at my job. These women that just came up, that's just them at their job doing a new thing. They don't wake up every morning and say, today I'm going to be fabulous for Jesus Christ or for God or anybody that they're following. They just say, I'm just being me. And then there were all these other female clergy that came and blessed them. They also don't stay every day and think, well, this is the day I'm changing the world. They're just showing up for work. Same thing is true for you. God's using you. God's giving you skill right now. God's giving you opportunity right now. And I promise God is giving you courage. As we reflect on what God is birthing in us, let us pray. Nurturing God, you act as a midwife to our hopes. You nurse us through times of difficulty. You nurture, strengthen, and guide us. May the things that you have revealed and thoughts that we have shared dwell in our hearts. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the face of the Lord shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and grant you peace. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Please share signs of peace with one another.